<laughs> I was called not a proper Jags fan this week by several people. Fuck those people. What, for uh, <laughs> supporting the Titans over the Patriots? Yep. Yeah. I'd understand it if, like, Tennessee was close to Florida, so you had to deal with Tennessee fans at work and at school and stuff, but it's 620 miles away. It'd be like if Stevenage fans had beef with Thurso. Welcome everybody. This is the Long Snapper Podcast. I am Adam. I'm I'm back this week. Um, in a good Hooray. mood. Hmm. I'm, I'm in a very very good mood. Apart from anything else, it's oh, well, at time of recording. It's the 20th anniversary of the Music City Miracle. How about that? <laughs> um, Pat, Rich, Craig, and Mark are all here. Mark's, Mark hasn't contributed audibly, but there was an obscene gesture when I mentioned the Music City Miracle. Um, you're not right. too well, mate. What's up? No, I've got a lot of sand in my vagina. Okay, <laughs> bucket, buckets of the stuff. You can just hear Mark like sandpaper as he walks, just pure <laughs> grind. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And anything else up at the moment, Mark? Your, your sports teams all. All playing well. Look at you, fucking oh, big four. Shot. Yeah. Big fucking forehead over there wins one playoff game against a shit Pats team, and all of a sudden you think you're fucking Billy Big Bollocks. Yeah, such you a shit Pats team. Did... They don't come along very often. Such oh, a shit Pats team. Did did you you beat the Patriots twice this year, right, Mark? Regular season. Oh, fuck you, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'd, I'd... Careful being smug, Rich. It's all going to come crashing down. I um, know. I've got a horrible gonna feeling. See. Yeah, I would, in the words of Kevin Keegan, I would love it if they beat your teams. <laughs> <laughs> Lots it. of shots fired early. It's it's a weird thing, us having like our teams in the playoffs and relevant. <laughs> because oh. it feels like, as a long snapper podcast, we've followed teams that have been irrelevant for quite a while. And... It's all a bit strange. Still do. I was going to say, uh, speak for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll get to all of that. Let's let's start in the traditional way though, and I have a little quiz for you all, and it's it's about the playoffs, kind of, um, right. and specifically it's about teams and when they last had playoff wins. <laughs> oh God. Um. <laughs> So what what are you going to tell me? I'm going to go round in in circles here. I'm going to ask each of you a question, and you need to tell me the most recent of these things. So it, I'll give you a team and a an event from history, and in each case, you just need to tell me which whether the team had a playoff win more recently than the historical event, or whether the historical event was more recent. Does that make sense? Yes. Does now. Hopefully, no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, that's that's quite simple. There's nothing too complicated about that, right? Pat, you are in the top left corner of my screen, which is of relevance to nobody. But I'm going to start with you for that reason and that reason alone. Which of the following was more recent? 
a, a Jacksonville Jaguars playoff victory or Prince Harry marrying Meghan Markle? Ooh, I think Harry marrying Markle was more recent. You are correct for a point. Well done. Uh, Craig, you're up next. The New York Jets getting a playoff win or Microsoft releasing Windows 8? (laughs) (laughs) It would help if I knew when Windows 8 came out. (laughs) Not that recently. (laughs) What's Windows? I feel like Windows 8... The problem is I'm at that age now where like 10 years doesn't feel like 10 years. So I I remember when I remember Windows 8 like being the thing but i i don't know when that was so i'm gonna i'm gonna play the law of averages (laughs) no actually i'm gonna do the opposite i reckon we won a playoff game more recently than windows 8 incorrect you haven't you haven't factored in adam being a cunt yeah what what year did windows 8 come out 2012 windows 8 came out so annoying i went with the idea that it was 2008 that is well if it was you'd have been right but but, but that would have made sense, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's exactly, that, was, that was my logic. It'd be, it'd be like bringing out a massive new 2020 competition in the year 2020. Oh, no, that's not happening, <laughs> is it? Uh, right. Next up, Mark, you need to tell me which is more recent. The Buffalo Bills last playoff victory or yeah, Princess Diana dying? Here we go, yes. <laughs> Princess Diana was 96, we died, or 97, we won in 95. Fuck you. <laughs> your disdain is gratefully received and everything you said was entirely accurate uh, you get a point rich the san francisco 49ers or the death of osama bin laden bin laden incorrect the 49ers have won a playoff game more recently what? than bin laden being killed yeah you just assume i'm being a prick but you know i wasn't <laughs> On that assumption. right back to pat uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers or Cornwall getting a solar eclipse? Wow, oh, so I've no idea when either of them. This is general knowledge. Coin flip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on total coin flip basis, I'm going to say the solar eclipse in Cornwall is more recent. Uh, it is not. That was in 99, and the Bucks got a playoff win at the end of the 2002 season, uh, the, year, the year they made a Super Bowl. Uh, in fact, they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, that would have been it. Right. Uh, who's next? Craig, Baltimore Ravens, last playoff win, or a brave New York pilot saving 155 passengers' lives by crash landing in the Hudson? Uh, I have literally no idea when um, that is, so I'm going to go with... I'd like to think that I'd remember it if it was more recent, so Ravens. Ravens is correct. Well done. Right. Uh, Mark is next. Miami right. Dolphins winning a playoff game, or Facebook being launched? <laughs> Ooh. Uh, I will say that the um, Facebook was, was, it, was the most recent. Facebook was the most recent in 2004. That is correct. Rich, the Chicago Bears winning a playoff game or the tsunami in the Indian Ocean? Uh, I'm just going to guess the Bears. 
That is actually correct. Well done. Okay, Patrick. Cleveland Browns winning a playoff game. Or Denmark (laughs) winning the European Championships in Sweden. (laughs) I am going to say Denmark is most recent. Uh, It's not bad luck. 92 versus 94. Uh, Craig. Detroit Lions winning a playoff game or the Berlin Wall coming down? <laughs> oh, because the Berlin Wall's more recent than you think, isn't it? <laughs> well, I'm not like yesterday, but like... not like in the, 70- in the, Within the last 40 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the Lions... So the Lions, when did they last win a playoff game? I've got... Did they... Cal, did, oh, did Megatron ever go to the playoffs? So I'm I'm between two massive eras because I'm guessing it's between either Sanders or Megatron, and that'll be the last time. So I don't know when the but I reckon the Berlin Wall came down what early nineties, and Sanders would have been what eighties. I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a wall. Ah, uh, you. That's bad luck. It was the Sanders era, but it was 91 oh. for Barry Sanders and the playoff win. Berlin Wall came down in 89. Oh. So that's a bit unlucky. Right, Mark. Arizona yeah. Cardinals or okay. an unpronounceable volcano in Iceland erupting and disrupting European air travel? Oh, um, okay. So that was kind of turn of the, cent- turn of the decade sort of time. Um, and Arizona so they I, I can't remember another Arizona win other than that um, season that they made the Super Bowl have they been in one since come on what are you going for um, I'm going to say the I'm going to say what am I going to say I'm going to say the card- Cardinals are most recent. Uh, it's correct. They actually they made the championship game the year the Panthers made the Super Bowl at the end did of 2015. They? So they did. Well, that, was, uh, that wasn't the season I was thinking of, so I got lucky there. <laughs> okay, Rich, the LA Chargers winning a playoff game or the Brexit referendum? I'm assuming that you're including all versions of the Chargers. I am. I I am struggling to remember. I don't think they won in their most recent playoff run. So I'm going to say Brexit referendum. Incorrect. The Chargers oh. actually won. They beat the Ravens last year. Damn it. They did. They lost like, to the Packers right, in, in the end, didn't they? That's right. People thought they were going to win. Yeah, they should have done. But then, you know, the Pats. Right, one more each quickly. And... I'm going to press you for quick answers because this will, this is taking forever. Right, the the New York Giants. This is for you, Pat. The New York Giants' last playoff victory, or the death on Christmas Day of George Michael. Uh, New York Giants most recent. Incorrect. Giants haven't won a playoff game since their last Super Bowl. Uh, Craig, if Craig's still there, Craig is still there. Washington winning a playoff game, or the disappearance of Madeline McCann. Oh, going dark, uh, again, 
It seems like they talk about McCann every year, but she's been gone for a while. Who's what team? <laughs> Washington. Washington. <laughs> I ain't won a playoff game in ages. Um, I. I'm going to go with. They won a game more recently. No, no, McCann. <laughs> yeah, McCann is more recent in 2007. Yeah. Uh, Washington at the end of 2005. Uh, Mark, your final question. Cincinnati Bengals or Linford Christie winning gold at the Barcelona Olympics? Brilliant. Um, so that was night two. Um, Bengals. Incorrect. <laughs> it's longer wow. ago for Cincinnati. Uh, they beat the la- their last playoff victory was against the Houston Oilers um, back end of 1990. And finally, Rich, Oakland Raiders or Big Brother being launched on Channel 4? Surely it's got to be the Raiders. It, it is, but only just 2002 really? versus 2000. There you go. Uh, anyone paying attention to, to the scores there? Thought not. No, Mark, Mark, I got one. Pat, you did get one. Craig and Rich, you got two each. Mark, you win with three points. Well done. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Has that cheered you up a bit? Yes, I'm now full of life. Oh, you good. <laughs> well, well, should we get this? Should we get this out of the way? Um, as we've we've got to talk about it. Um. I could play some melancholy music at this point. Your Buffalo Bills, 16 points to the good at halftime or into the third quarter. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I've, I've been there. I've blown a playoff lead. Um, you may be familiar with the game that <laughs> rings a bell with me in much more dramatic fashion. Where did it all go wrong? Where do you start? Um, a lot, a lot. The, the first half was just about as perfect a half as it could have been. Um, the second half was a complete and utter unmitigated disaster. Um, they, I, it was. It's a combination of a lot of things. I think it's not. There's no one particular individual at fault. I know that Josh Allen's taken a massive kicking about his performance. And second half, he did look like a rabbit in headlights. He made a lot of very, very strange decisions, but he still also made a lot of really incredible throws uh, um, so he I don't think helped I think one of the key things was our head coach and offensive coordinator getting away from what had got us to that point I don't think Devin Singletary um, saw more than five snaps in the second half and didn't touch the ball at all in overtime and that's what was winning us the game um, and then some so yeah we were pretty terrible our, our performance was awful. I don't buy into in the slightest this whole hype about oh the JJ Watt sack changed everything. Bullshit. <laughs> it, it um it, like we scored a field goal the next play. It was bollocks, and that was the one play he made. Yeah, he was the only fucking name that the commentators mentioned the whole game. Um, Did you get Booger? Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah Booger. Right. Then Booger's amazing call of I think Alan you know needs to spike it here on on third <laughs> down with no timeouts for 15 seconds good work bugger um, and yeah in, in addition to our offensive play which shit the bed and the offensive play calling some really 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 seriously questionable refereeing decisions I think didn't help us at all I think that you can 
you can come go with the the kickoff thing just after halftime, um, which you know is letter of the law. It's a touchdown, but I understand why you don't give it. But if you're giving going by letter of the law, then it's also you you give the the Cody Ford block, which by the letter of the law is a blindside block, but it's not in the spirit of the rule. Um, and those famous ex officials have both conferred he gets that he gets that completion we're in field goal range in overtime and we win the game um so there's there's a lot of things that went seriously wrong in the second half and yeah it's going to take a long time to get over that one i mean i get why uh, alan's getting stick because he did look like he was panicking a little bit, certainly third, early fourth quarter. But he did lead the drive that tied the game with seconds to go to take it to overtime. So you can't blame him entirely. I think more of a concern for me was the receiving depth and the mistakes made by receivers that cost them that game. Um, certainly, I think if he'd had the Texans receivers, they'd have won it the way they played. There was a catch in the corner towards the end of the first half. Uh, I think it was John Brown who just drifted out of bounds couldn't quite pull it in and you think like the top top tier receivers in that league the uh, Michael Thomas's the Julio Joneses they bring that in and set up a lead of more than 20 points and that's a, a big game changer there yeah I I for me I agree with Mark on the running back thing I don't know when when you've got a lead like that and you want to run out the clock why the hell aren't you running the ball just just seemed crazy to me um, but I do think there were opportunities yeah. for the Bills towards the end of the end of the first half to put a touchdown, another touchdown on the board, and and putting and putting that those scores down might have felt like the final nail in the coffin for the Texans, given given how abject they've been in that first half. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think I, I don't disagree with that at all. I think that you know we we discussed it last last week and. Like it was, a, it was a great game. Let's say that first off, like for, I think was was it the first game as well of the yeah, of the yeah, weekend yeah. games? You know, so what a way to start wildcard weekend. Um, you know, to in fairness, neat. I mean, okay, Texans have had JJ Watt for the last few years, um, but neither, you know, neither are sexy teams. So what a great advert for NFL. Great game, um, but. Um, we discussed it last week, and my thing was I thought they were both really evenly matched. They're both prone to mistakes. They can both, both stall on offense. Um, and, you know, if you do enough, you can put Deshaun Watson off his game. You can. Um, and I, I, I maintain I think he's hurt. I've been saying that for, for weeks. Um, I, I think something, something he didn't look as sharp. But... As I mentioned, he still had that elusiveness. And actually, the thing we didn't say last week, it, but it is something we've talked about when we've spoken about Deshaun Watson, he is a winner. You can see how he changes when he gets the source. When the game is to be won, when when there's the drama, he is the type of guy, he did it at college, done it his time at Texans, that he does he does sort of, he grows with it. And, and, and that kind of happened. I, I really believed the Bills would need to score more than 20 points. Um, and had they, they would have won the game. And and, and and there was opportunities to kill that game. Um, but awesome advert football. And yeah, it's just, it, it, if I was a Bills fan, it'd be tough to take. But if you're, you're, not, you're not 
as a neutral, you're not displeased to see the Texans move on. Mark called it spot on last week and he said um, the running game is the surprising danger. You think of the Texans with Stills and Hopkins and Fuller, although Fuller was out. Their passing game is their main threat, but it was the ground game that kept them in it. And they kept Hopkins fairly quiet for the most part. Uh, yeah. It wasn't enough. And you've got to think, with that, to back to your point about Watson, that on that one play where he he got the the massive completion where it looked like he was going to be smashed by two Bills defenders. Yeah, I think if the, him up. If, yeah, if the second one's not there, he He's goes down, down and get the ball back. And there was another also another playing decision where we they had that third and eighteen in overtime and we and our defensive backs dropped back like twenty five yards and allowed them to pick it up. We had Cole Beasley who who received a pass and needed a foot to get um, into field goal range in overtime again. It just feels like everything that possibly could have gone wrong with play calling, execution, and luck, and and refereeing decisions completely completely went against us in that in that second half. Sorry, I see. Sorry, Rich, but you can't say that given how good a first half you have. I think that's a little bit blinkered, mate. That's football, isn't it? Sorry, Rich. I just needed to retort. You're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the thing I would, the thing I'd ask you, okay, Mark. So after that game, after the season that you've had, does this feel like the start of something for the Bills rather than that was the opportunity you needed this playoffs? You know that this is something you can potentially build on with Allen getting that experience. I mean, it, it, it's tough, man, because. A, a playoff win would have made such a such a difference to this franchise that hasn't had one in a fucking long time, and I, I would have much rather get the doors blown off us by um, Kansas City or Baltimore, who, whoever it is, than lose like this. And um, I don't know. I just don't know if the the disappointment of how it went. I think we'd have done better next season, almost if we'd have if we'd have got smashed in this game but the fact that we should have won this game and didn't I don't know it just seems like there's going to be a massive hangover to it I don't know what they do with Darble next season I've absolutely no idea why teams want him to be their head coach um, because <laughs> he's he's useless um, and it's it's very typical of the Bills that when they get a lead they go too conservative second half so I don't know I think there's a lot of questions going into next season they <laughs> They still need to add a lot offensively, um, and they somehow need to find a way to stop getting in their own way. I mean, looking at it from the outside and without the disappointment of having missed out on a on a narrow wimpy side, which always feels more painful. I think there's more reasons to be positive than negative. You know, you've got a quarterback who shows great movement and decent um, delivery. Mm. The question is around whether you can fix the um, you know the, the 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 nervousness in tight games, but that can be worked on. I think. But uh, what, I, what I don't get is that you know when you come out that first drive, you think if you're going to be nervous, it would be then. But he was he was unbelievable that first drive. What changed was that we weren't the, win, doing the those... winning line thing can do that though. Just yeah, as, we, you, what, you can't, you we can't see that coming. Yeah. What we went away from was that type of play call. We didn't do those plays again the whole game, and then we got to a point whereby we were panicking and we were bloody. <sighs> I don't know. Look, it was not, the second half. It... was a train wreck. They're not the first team to get a lead and to and to go into their shell. That, that you know, it's saying pressure, that's only a Buffalo thing is, isn't isn't fair. Um, what about Houston though? On to Kansas City for them. Uh, I mean, does does anybody give them a chance in Arrowhead? 
No. I don't. No. Unless Watson has the game of his life and goes throw for throw with Patrick Mahomes, which I do not think he's going to do. Um, I can't see it happening. The shot I will give him, though, is that is is he is a winner. He, you see it; he is a winner. That you you know you mentioned that about Josh Allen, and he you know it's one thing playing in your first playoff game with a team that no one thinks you can win, and you've had a great season, and it's all popping, and you go out there and you look money. He was the better runner in that game. He looked like the better athlete, in fairness. Um, but when the end is in sight, and you got to firm up and maybe the first mistake happens and everyone needs to sort of get their shit together. He he wasn't able to do it. And 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 Deshaun Watson was and I do you know I always say winning is a skill too. It is a skill too. And and that is the chance I'll give him if somehow, you know, the occasion, the energy, the the attention he, he causes that adrenaline and gets him through it won't surprise me if he has a lights out game and reminds us why after six weeks he was in the conversation for MVP the difference is that um, he's not coming up against first time playoff team you know or playoff players at this point you know the Chiefs have been there they've seen that I, I think I mean I normally I'd say I cannot see anything other than um, the Texans losing that game but after what happened in the Vikings Saints game, I'm I'm biting my tongue <laughs> on this kind of stuff at the moment. It's it's almost as if games aren't a done deal, and you have to play them to find out what happens. <laughs> uh, are we are we predicting a Chiefs win? Yeah, the only thing I would say is that if the Chiefs had been playing instead of the Bills in that game, they would have scored more than 28 points in that first half. And they would have they would have won the game already. Plus, the Texans aren't going to have the crowd, which was massive in that game. Um, they they really turned up. So, I, I think I think it's the Chiefs easy. Texans always have a chance because they've got a decent defense. They've got amazing weapons on offense. So, if you've got those game winning players, you always have a chance. The deed, yeah, the JJ Watt. As much as it pains me, and as much as the hype around JJ Watt coming back really he made hurts the play. me, it just. It, that, he that him, 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 yeah. lit, right. but he lifts well, it was that, the play. Lifts that changed team. the game, didn't he? <laughs> 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 didn't make as many plays as Murphy. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Mark. I, the, the whole hype thing really irritates me, but he does, he does give them a lift, and uh, yeah, it's, it's. I can't. I'd be very shocked if they they do something in Kansas City, but we never know. Uh, the the other AFC game from last weekend. Surely you don't want to talk about that. I mean, easy pats. Oh, no, wait. <laughs> well, I, I, you, you guys all predicted, well, in looking ahead to that game, yeah, the, the Titans, you were fairly in agreement that the Titans look better, but that you kind of thought the Pats would win. And uh, that's exactly, that's exactly every, where every, I was. Everyone, everyone picked the Titans, didn't they? I think when you no. went around and, and picked the games, I think most of you did. But during your sort of I think that was the only think... one that we was all agreed on. No, I picked, I, I picked the Pats. Oh, did you? I would have done. I would have done, to be honest. Um, because, because you just think they've got... They'll always pull something out, out of the hat. And for the first half of that game, it looked like they were going to. Or at least the first half of that game. It just, you just felt like they had a, a step ahead. And it's all... It's all between the ears of Belichick and Brady again, and like the little, the little trick play where they pretended that Edelman's out of position 
and Tom Brady shouting at him, and then he just hands him off the ball, and nobody sees nobody sees that coming. That is just classic Pats. And but they ran out of ideas in the second half, and from being ten seven to the good and having first and goal on the Tennessee one yard line, that that field goal from being absolutely shafted on the goal line were the last points that they got, and that was in the second quarter. That tackling from Evans, those two stops oh. on the goal line were amazing. Just shooting the gap and taking the running back out. I loved that. But they, they had to not only stop them on the one, but to actually push them back because fourth and goal from the one or the half yard line, they'd have gone for it. Sneak. But they actually pushed them back to sort of like the two or three. So even even ballsy Bill Belichick, I know I've got to, got to take the three points. And that was, that changed the game. And I think that, yeah, all the scheming and all of the work that Josh McDaniels will do to overcome Brady's shortcomings, let's be honest, their their receiving core shortcomings, they only had enough ideas to, to kind of do that for two quarters. And the second half, they really struggled. Yeah, I, I think for me, the, the thing, what we've seen, the last, certainly the last sort of six to eight weeks, is that, once upon a time, what you knew about a Bill Belichick team, your well not your assumption was his plug and play. It almost didn't matter the players he had. Um, actually, they made a real difference today. Um, on uh, sorry, on Saturday. Other than Edelman, the rest of the offense didn't look as good. Say man for man. But as, as Edelman Ed- himself dropped an absolute sitter. Uh, so, so I, I suppose even even down to like the basics, like minute details, who looks bigger, who looks stronger, who looks faster. Other than for me, um, I, I played receiver. I do spend more time watching receivers. He looked like the only one who could beat anyone in front of him. Whereas to a man, including the quarterback, and maybe you know we have to acknowledge that maybe Brady, maybe Brady has done more than we may I would like to give him credit for historically in terms of elevating his team because he just wasn't he wasn't the best player on the on the on the field and to a man certainly in terms of the offense versus the defense Tennessee it was it wasn't even close to be quite fair frank um defensively it may be a bit more balanced but Tannehill's had a had a really good game um you know, you, you're running back. Looks like, you know, at some point we're going to have to start considering: Have you got one of the top ten running backs, top five running backs in the league? You know, I I never liked him at all, but the evidence is is there, isn't it? He, the guy's the number one rusher in the league. So, um, yeah, I, I, I it, it wasn't even a close game, quite frankly. You're you're the better football side. The thing about yeah, Derek one... Henry is that he's while he's copped a lot of flack. Because I think he's he he come into the league a bit raw, um, and Craig, you talked in the past about the way he runs upright. Um, there's all sorts of things that he's not done very well at the start of his his Titans career, like pass catching, blocking, and he's he's worked really hard and improved a lot of these things. But his physical attributes, people, you can obviously see his size, but even now people don't realise just how fast he is. So he, it's just so difficult to tackle and. I, finally, he's he's getting the results and getting the credit that he deserves. I mean, you couldn't 
New England, as good as stellar as their defense has been, couldn't stop both play action and the run. They tried to stop one, and they did. I mean, Tannehill, yeah, Tannehill had a okay game and a couple of key throws when it matters, but his stat line was nothing because it didn't matter because you had Derek Henry to get 200 yards himself. Um, New England couldn't stop both that and and the passing game. For me, that that was the thing that was the big contrast and and probably the biggest story of this for me is looking at the Titans running obviously immense game from Derrick Henry was more than that was the complete lack of a running game from the Pats that you normally see them kick it up in the playoffs. There's normally all these, you know, running back tricks that they're doing, different schemes that they're bringing out, a lot more passing to the running backs. You think about the number of times that they've cut playoff teams to shreds by, you know, those little passes out of the backfield where a running back's just not covered. Just They just couldn't get anything going like that against against the Titans. And I think that probably shows, for me, quite how good that Titans D is. I particularly enjoyed three things about this game. I enjoyed the fact that 80% of people would pick the Pats to win it, according to the NFL prediction <laughs> competition I was in, despite the previous two months' worth of football. I enjoyed um, the fact that people were all bitter about, oh, here's the Titans playbook. It's got one play, and that's Derek Henry running. It's like, it's got loads of plays. They just didn't need to use any more than that because you never stopped that. And also, he ran the ball in about 15 different ways in that game. It was screen passes and loads of stuff. So Yeah, that, I, I saw that meme as well. That's, I mean, it's, it's funny. Yeah, but it's not accurate. That it's very unfair to Arthur Smith to suggest didn't, that we've got one halfback dive in the locker. Didn't Jack uh, tag you on that in uh, on Twitter or something? And your response was just like, "Yeah, and." Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, it, if you can't, if it is one play and you can't stop it, fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the third thing was obviously finishing with a lovely pick six. That was a beautiful way to end. Yeah, but he should have gone down. I, I sound. It sounds ridiculous. And it and it was so unlikely to matter. But... Game was won, mate. There's no yeah. way. Shut up. There is the game was Same. won. There's a difference between Todd Gurley going down at you know the one or whatever when the you know you're a score up or a field goal up in the last few seconds. But you 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 intercept Brady with no time to go, and you're already how many points are <laughs> up at that time? Craig, yeah, but that eight they... points. Dancing, well, it was. It was. was flipping into the end zone with that bitch. Trust me, there's no way. Hundred percent. <laughs> Craig, put yourself in my shoes when you're playing the Patriots in Foxborough, and if you if he goes down with the ball, it's kneel down, game over. And the fact that he didn't meant that they've got like one last play. Put yourself, put yourself in my shoes. And um, obvious, obviously, I'm not that bitch into the end zone. If you can't stop them from scoring <laughs> 15 points in the last whatever was left minutes the seconds on the clock and, and the, but the fact the, the fact that it was <laughs> oh my tongue is quite in my cheek don't worry but yeah. the fact that it was logan ryan as well who who dropped an absolute sitter to walk it into the end zone just before half time which would have mm. been made it an eight point game at that stage um i i and him being an ex-patriot it just it was the script the thing i'm um, most happy about after this i've never been more happy to get a prediction wrong <laughs> um, there's absolutely no chance that this year we're going to turn up at Rich's house and think, oh God, we've got to watch the fucking Patriots in the Super Bowl. I'm so, so happy that we might end up with the game 
that everybody actually wants rather than just them there again. It's brilliant. And I can't understand why he would come back because it's just going to get worse. He, he He's a man that's finished. I can't Have you seen... get why. Yeah, he said that he's got something still to prove today. I don't understand it. He's got nothing to prove for starters. And secondly, I am looking forward to them going like five and 11 next season. It's got to happen. Because oh, wouldn't it be great? It's got to happen because they've got a few. There's a few key unrestricted free agents on that D that are going to get big money, and they've just got nothing on there's offense. There's so many. There's so many holes on that roster now. Yeah. How do you fill that all through free agency and, and the, the draft? And, and the thing they don't have anymore is the the stellar quarterback and the tight end, and you're never going to get them again because Gronk is loving it on a beach and Brady is finished. It's fucking delightful. <laughs> The final notes I wrote on this game was just the sentence, it's just like watching Jamis, which made me chuckle. <laughs> well, let, well, as, I think we've, we've also done what pretty much every other media outlet has done with this and like mainly focused on the Pats and their demise, and we're only human for doing that. The Titans go on to next week, though, and go to Baltimore. Now, yeah, it doesn't... Yeah, I mean, I'm, over, I'm, I'm not it's a good run. It's a good run. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> but you are just going to be another, uh, you know, plenty of highlights for Lamar in his. Do, do you know what? I'm fine. I'm fine. With yeah. I would I'm be fine too. with whatever. I, happens. I, would, I would be. I would have been delighted to get spanked off whoever it was in this round. Wouldn't have cared. Wouldn't have you cared. Need, you need Derek Henry and AJ, AJ Brown to be basically the best players you've ever seen play for the titans oh and that, the thing is that can happen and the my things that give me hope are the fact that what we can do on offense and i think i don't think baltimore's d is as good as new england's i think it's still pretty good but the the concern is keeping up with lamar however this is a bit better their offense is a lot better <laughs> they, they but they've had they've had three weeks off and my hope is potentially a bit of rustiness we've seen this before where they've rested all their starters week 17 they have a bye week no i'm not i'm not buying it i'm not buying it. <laughs> no, no, no no one is no one is um listen, <coughs> i don't i i there is definitely definitely a chance that it's you know that it's competitive and i'd say 20 percent chance that tennessee somehow sneak it but on if you're going to go on football I'll take 20 percent. yeah 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 i would um but if you're going to go on football Honestly, because I, I actually don't agree. While statistically New England's defense was was so good, a lot of that was a lot of that was coaching and scheme. I Playing against the Jets and that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think and second and second half of the season that defense wasn't good. It yeah, was been like the Niners. Both of them have fallen off a cliff last five or six games. Yeah, but, but the Baltimore defense. While yeah, I think. The, the the weakness in the, the Baltimore defense is if you get them deep and particularly in the middle of the field, they can be beaten. But they are big, physical, strong men on that front seven. And very few teams run on the Ravens. So I I I don't think Derrick Henry has that type of game against the the Ravens. I think you'll move the ball, but I don't think it's gonna be you know, Derek Te- Henry breaks two tackles and he could go for 30 yards. I, I can't see him just sunning these these boys like he did the Patriots because I, I think Baltimore simply have better athletes. The other side of it is Lamar Jackson scores points. 
he scores points. And I think I just don't see it. I uh, truly, I don't. Other than Patrick Mahomes on his best day, I don't know who is able to keep up. Because you watch him, you could have him dead to rights. It's not just that elusiveness. It is his outright speed. He's the fastest on the field. Um, so I'm, 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 I really do think if all things equal, we get a great game. But you know, yeah, Lamar, yeah. Lamar wins it. Yeah, you. I, I don't think it's going to be the blowout that people are kind of suggesting that it will be. I think it's much more likely that this is maybe a touchdown. I never said, I never said blowout, right? Oh, no, I no. Said... I wasn't saying that you were, but there, there, there's a lot of people suggesting that, oh, this is basically going to be a walkover, and I, I, I can't see that happening. I think this is going to be really close, like well into the fourth quarter. It, it could be. I, I could see it being like a sort of 30-24 type score, that, that sort of game. Um, not huge points, but but more points than we've we've seen. Um, I mean, any anybody similar question? Anybody here not predicting a Baltimore win? Uh, I'm with Craig. I think there's a you've got a chance, but it's a very small yeah, chance. Yeah. You need everything to click in all the right places, and it, and it can. But no, it's hard to it's hard to argue with any of that. Right, NFC. We we had the. Well, the Saints were going to walk all over the Vikings, as you all said on last week's pod. Crazy. That was that was a weird what? game. Weird. It, it was, was fun, but it was a weird game to watch. I Taysom mean... Hill, Taysom Hill, who's apparently oh, NFL UK's like, golden boy. Yeah, come on, man! For an underthrown pass, if Breeze threw that pass, it's a touchdown. Thank you, thank you. Jesus. I don't, I don't know. It's not just NFL UK either. Like the the commentary, I've watched a number of Saints games this year, and he may he maybe plays 10, 20 snaps a game, and every single time there's all this oh Taysom Hill's on the field and just this excitement. It's like yeah, okay, he's a great gadget player and he's useful at times, but it's it's fucking nonsense. Like I like him, he's cool. Like, but why is he? But what? What 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 has anybody seen? Now I'm not saying he can't be. Maybe he is. Yeah, maybe he's a fantastic quarterback. But the amount, uh, the amount. If he was, he'd dis- have a job as one. The amount of disrespect. Yeah. Well, you get paid. The guy's, thir- the guy's nearly thirty. You literally get paid so much more as a quarterback than you do anywhere else. Even if he's getting, I don't know what his contract says, but even if he's getting one of these offensive weapons tag, which few players are trying to get, he's not earning what he would make as a quarterback. So I, I don't know why people are. Going off the hill, uh, see what I did there. Talking about <laughs> how this guy is meant, it should be the quarterback. Why don't they bench Breeze? What? Why don't they bench Breeze? If you was with me, dog, I'd slap you in your face with like that. How ridiculous! Like how disrespectful! Um, I can't. I you've don't only, understand. You've only got to look at what happened when Breeze was out. Yeah, Bridgewater it's played. It's, cra- it's, cra- it's crazy. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but what I, and and the thing is for me, you have to remember as well. Breeze never got the ball back. They got they put he put him in position. Uh, you know, okay. There's a, the thing is people are making a lot a lot about his arm strength. Yeah. Now, um, I don't see Drew Breeze not throw a deep ball. Okay, he's not Patrick Mahomes who can you know literally flick flick his wrist and it goes. 150 yards but very few people can so 
there's not many people who are slinging it 80, 90 yards a time. Most people are throwing it 10, 15, 20 yards. Drew Brees does that as well, if not better than every other quarterback. He's also got a leading receiver, an all-time, all-world, all-pro receiver. How do you think he gets that many catches? If it, like, it's, it's, it, I don't... Sometimes I was looking, I, I made a mistake. We, I think we was on the WhatsApp. I made a mistake of um, following a hashtag. I don't usually do that. Um, I don't know what one it was. Maybe maybe it was NFL UK. And I, I honestly think people are saying the stupidest things to try and get noticed or get read out. It doesn't make sense to me. Like, you can't be saying that and be watching football. Mental. And what's forgotten in the whole Taysom Hill, Drew Brees hoopla is that actually the best quarterback by a mile on the day was Kirk Cousins, who was, considering the abuse that he takes, he was phenomenal. But that's classic Kirk Cousins, isn't it? You know, yeah. you've got a game in Green against Green Bay where you've got the opportunity to have an absolute stonker of a game, get yourselves the the top seed in that division, and you you fall over and and fall on your face, and then you come up against the Saints, and you know, no one giving you a chance, and all of a sudden, you know, you pull that up. Yeah, he's it's the inconsistency that I think drives people nuts with him. Yeah, but the funny he thing was expert is... today. He was on that game. He was outstanding. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and the funny thing is, we say that, but let's say in the last four years, I can think of massive playoff games that Kirk Cousins has won every year. Yeah. Even maybe, what was the, I mean, the the, 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 um, the meme, the gif, that was at Washington. Or the, so the, the Saints the Saints game, the the, yeah. the missed, uh, the missed that, tackle. That wasn't, that wasn't yeah. him, that was, um, that was Case Keenum. That was Case Keenum. Well, we, we, we established uh, that Washington yeah. haven't won a playoff game yeah. since 2005, earlier on. But so... what, what game was that, the end of whatever game it was? That was a regular season. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. Uh, we've seen the man win big games. Um, and and actually, a g- last word on Kirk Cousins for me. Is just that, just to clarify, at... sorry, I've just, he, that was his first playoff win. I can tell you categorically. What, yesterday? <laughs> yeah, this weekend. Was okay, forget playoff then. Just we've seen him over <laughs> the last four years win big games, win games of football. <laughs> <laughs> well, big games, big games, specifically big games. He's great yeah. on Monday night as well, isn't he, Craig? He is good on Monday night. Maybe that's why he's just right. There's no Monday night football doubles. Either way, what I'm saying is, we've seen him given the fact that he's had such consistent criticism over the four years. I don't know how long he's been in the league actually, but I'm I got an impression it's something like four um he's won these crucial games where everybody's considered he hasn't and not to forget not to not to not to forget earlier in the season where his own teammates came out and had a pop at him and he still managed to take in his stride and perform in the way that he's done so i do think it's about time he uh you know he gets a little bit Gets his respect, you know what I mean? Eight, eight years in the league, Kirk Cousins, I can tell you. Um, <laughs> despite awful facts, your point your point is completely valid, though. <laughs> can, can I interrupt you with some breaking news? We, we all know that I don't do facts. It's <laughs> <laughs> yes. just, just been established that the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars don't spell check their tweets because they just tweeted out, when they look back in the annals of history. <laughs> maybe that's deliberate. <laughs> Pretty sure they meant annals. <laughs> Unbelievable. Hilarious. Amazing. Well, okay. The the Vikings are Can... gonna go to San Francisco. But now. let's and one one quick last thing on this game. 
that um, <clears throat> it's whilst you don't want to talk about it, it was it was offensive pass interference. I think that's hilarious, personally. It, it, I mean, it kind of is. Um, and I can only imagine how Saints fans feel, but... All right. The, pass interference. No the Saints, the Saints you, obviously you... lost in dramatic fashion, is it two years ago, at Minnesota with a blown Marcus Williams tackle. La- last year, I have no sympathy they had no, that right. one. They First, had that one sorry, sorry. I'm going to interrupt you. He was a, he was a backup for three years. So let's say five years of starting. <laughs> and I said, <laughs> so fuck you. you mug. <laughs> well played. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Um, yeah, your point was valid. You know, I, I know, mate. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Right, the Vikings go to San Francisco. Let's get this back on track. Um, well, I think I suspect more of us are giving them a chance than in the two AFC games. Would that be fair? I'm I'm not, by the way, for what it's worth. As funny as it would be, I'm predicting a relatively comfortable Niners win on the back of, apart from anything else, Kirk Cousins' perceived inability to do it twice in a row. Yeah, I'm feeling nervous after that. I I was I was fully expecting to get, you know, whoever won in the Seahawks Eagles game. So I hadn't really even thought about this as as an outcome. Um, I I think it probably helps that Shanahan knows Cousins pretty well from the time that they were coaching together, and the fact that he likes him, he knows all of his tendencies. Um, our defense has been terrible for for weeks. You know, having been incredibly good at the start of the season, we lost about half of our D-line to IR, and that just seems to have really caused problems. Um, we get, hopefully, D Ford back, and we potentially might get Quan Alexander back, and if we do that, that'll be huge. Um, my, Especially my considering logic... what D Ford did for the Chiefs in the last playoffs, where he <laughs> lost them the game. <laughs> well, one would hope that he's learnt from that particular mistake. Um, you would I, hope so. I, I, if I was looking at this as not a 49ers fan, I'd be with Adam. But as a 49ers fan, I'm now really nervous about the that's, whole thing. That's how it goes. And it, what what the Vikings showed in the last game is they have an excellent one-two uh, running set with Cook and Madison, and their receivers are coming back into form exactly at the right time. You know, aside from the early fumble, Thielen was excellent and a real threat. So. You've got a lot to contend with in that game. It's going to be a close one. We need to get pressure on on Cousins early and often. If we can start getting pressure in his face, that's when he struggles. But if we can't, then we're screwed. Yeah, I, right. I'm, I'm going to say I think the Vikings have the better quarterback. Yeah, <laughs> I, I knew you'd say that. I, was going to ask you that as well. I mean, I, you're wrong. But... I, 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 well, I'm not. But um, I just, <laughs> I, I honestly, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I don't fancy the 49ers one bit. I, and I, 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 I can see your record. I can see your wins. I don't... Nothing's impressed me. Most uh, maybe, has impressed me. And, and Breeder, whenever he played now and again, because he's really, really fast. Um, but other than that, I, I really... I, I'm not... I, I cannot see how... I mean, to be honest, if you get through... If you get through this week, I don't think you go further. But I'll be surprised to see how you do. I, I don't think, I don't think you, I don't think you're good enough. I think that defense is really good if it's performing. 
Um, but I think offense is super duper average. All right, you're going crazy. Viking. I was, I, I was feeling really nervous until you said that. So thank you. I feel a lot better now. <laughs> right, Craig, you're predicting a Vikings win, I assume. Pat, quickly. Uh, I think the 49ers will take it. Rich? Oh, head says 49ers. Okay, Mark? Um, well, considering I went 0-4 last time, I'm going to say the Vikings just to make Rich happy. Thanks, mate. All right, casting vote's mine, and I'm backing those 49ers. Not by much, but enough, I think. Being at home clinches it for me. Right. You know what? I, I feel if we come through this and we play Green Bay in the next game, I feel much more confident about that than I do about this one. Well, we're, well, yeah. We're, let's let's come on to that. So the, in fact, there's 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 not much to say about the the Eagles Seahawks game. I would suspect. I don't. Maybe now's not the time to talk about the Castle Wentz hit, Jadavian Clowney. Yep. Maybe it is. I, head, I, I don't think it was it that bad. Head to head and deliberate. You think it was but, deliberate? Of course it was. See, I'm I'm the most biased one here, and I saw it more as leading with the shoulder. And yeah, yeah, yeah he goes in. It's it's the lateness of the hit. Yeah. He doesn't need to come in there. He didn't need to do it. He wanted to put a lick He wanted to put a lick on it, but he's done that. Yeah, that's what you can't do. But I don't think he wanted. I, absolutely, but I don't think it was an intentional... I don't think he was trying to headbutt him with his helmet. There's absolutely no doubt in my mind that that is intentional helmet-to-helmet, helmet. In, with the intention of knocking Wentz out of the game. Well, it, it worked, and the Seahawks the Seahawks are going through to face the Packers now. Not not convincingly, though. No, not, no, not convincingly at all. Uh, but it's, it's, it's a road playoff game. Yeah, they that you get through it. I mean, it's you can't be too unhappy. The Seahawks aren't as convincing as they have been early in the season by any means. I don't know I, they've been convincing at all this season. I'm going to say, uh, well, the Packers haven't been either. So th- this is this might be arguably the worst game of the four coming up. <laughs> but, I, I agree with that. I, I I don't think that's a stretch at all. I think it is going to be the worst game. Isn't it? it I, th- I find it odd that, given the season, everyone was talking about how amazing the NFC was, and now it's got to the divisional round, and we're talking about all of a sudden how um, the the AFC has got these two absolute juggernauts in the Ravens and the Chiefs, and that the overall, I think that g- the general perception is that the quality in the AFC still left in is far higher. Well, that's because the Niners Saints are probably the best team in terms of record, and Craig shout all over us because I don't know he's. He's angry at me yeah. for something, I guess. <laughs> no, no, I just the, think the, the thing is when, they've, you've got, the, when you've got the Packers as one of the teams that's got a buy, um, that says something about the NFC, I think. But I think the NFC had better, more, more teams. How but not, not more... better teams that are left in now. No, yeah. yeah, they had more better teams. I don't, but I think everyone knew the AFC had two exceptional teams. I'm yeah. more excited if, if the Ravens play the Chiefs in the. AFC Championship game than whatever the NFC one's going to throw up. Because I would but, take both the Texans and the Titans to beat pretty much all of the teams left in the NFC at the minute. Oh, I don't know about that, mate. <laughs> well, that's that's all hypothetical. What the game we've got in front of us is the Seahawks at Packers. Weather predictions, predictions again. Um, oh, I, I'm a bit, I'm a bit torn on this. I. The Packers, just because they're at home for me, but I'm not happy about it. Weather's big for me. 
I think if it's reasonably mild, the Seahawks win it. If it's absolutely Baltic, then the um, the Packers take it. Okay, while someone else gives their prediction, I'm looking up Green Bay weather forecast. <laughs> I've said all season Green Bay are ropey and I don't trust them. And now I'm picking them to win in the playoffs, which doesn't make sense to me at all. But there we go. That's how it rolls. Weather forecast, a high of minus four Celsius in Green Bay on Sunday. Is it Sunday? Might be Saturday. Well, the Saturday's minus four as well. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> Cold. Cold. Uh, I, I would, I think I'm going to go Seahawks. I just think Russell Wilson. Um, but just a brief one, just quickly on that game, that throw, because um, we took, we, I don't know if we even spoke, uh, we didn't obviously didn't talk too much about detail of the game, but that throw to um, Tyler Lockett on the sideline was the throw of the weekend. There was a lot of talk about Kirk Cousins' throw to Thielen, which was a great throw, but that perfect throw, that is how, you know, they talk, say the term thrown, uh, uh, thrown open or undefendable or whatever. It was just perfect, perfect throw. And that's a I great think... example of the receiving difference between that game and the Bills game where he didn't get his feet in and make that impressive catch at a vital point. Because you don't Correct. jump when you catch the ball. <laughs> I don't understand that. If you can keep your feet on the floor, you're taught day one. If run through the catch. Don't jump if you don't have to go and get it at a high point. I think the thing about that throw is that people have almost just become used to Russell Wilson making those throws and the Seahawks receivers grabbing, you know, those, the number of times I've seen that this season in just the two games with the Niners Seahawks where, you know, there's that throw down the sideline and you're like, oh, it's definitely out of bounds. And then you see the replay and it's just a toe drag every time. Perfect. And he can just put it on the money there. And, And so people become a little bit like, ah, it's just Russ doing his thing again, even though any other quarterback, they'd be creaming their pants. Right, Pat, you said the Packers, Craig, you said the Seahawks. Rich, given you now have weather information, um, <laughs> higher See, chance say, of snow on Saturday than Sunday. I want to say the Packers. No, Seahawks. Okay. Mark? Seahawks. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm saying the price. We're, we're, we're on the fence, aren't we, as a podcast? So marginally the Seahawks. Right, a bit of other news to whether this is worth talking about we're going to run out of time as is our custom on this podcast we've got some more head coaching hires since you guys potted last week and Ron Rivera has gone to Washington that may have happened before uh Mike McCarthy to the Cowboys yeah I don't think it's a terrible hire no I don't hate it no I'm I'm surprised at the criticism of it to be honest with you I I I think it's a I think it's a great hire I, I don't know why um, I think we talked and people wondered, had, had, you know, has he been out of football for too long? Well, it's only a year. Yeah. What's it, a year? <laughs> um, yeah. and, and talking about the game passing and buying, I'm like, what are people talking about? I'm like, you got, like I said, I think, you know, you've got plenty of people in that in the league. Pete Carroll's 60 odd. Uh, <laughs> Wade Phillips is, you know, uh, how he's not on. He's, he's walking independently is a success at 70, whatever he is. So <laughs> the guy, the guy running defenses, you've got to give him ratings. So I have no reason to believe he won't do well. And if anything, you Mike know, McCarthy is 56. Yeah, there you go. And he's, he's won a Super Bowl. He probably should have had to 10 years um, ago. If it wasn't for an onside kick, he would have to, um, 10 years uh, ago. Yeah, well, 10, <laughs> 10 years ago, 
But I don't, that's not. We, we talk about not, we talk about he's not been out of football long. He's lo- he's had many many losing seasons with the Packers with that he quarterback. He goes stale. Look at that quarterback, sometimes. and not only that, we know before he even had a new coach. Look at the drama Aaron Rodgers created. You saw, and the thing is, he's a great quarterback. I'm a big Aaron Rodgers fan, documented, but he is a diva. You know, guy was. Look how salty man was on telly when he didn't get pit. You know what I mean? He hadn't, couldn't even fake it. Like, so you can Olivia imagine. Olivia And, and I, I think Mike McCarthy will show us a bit like Tomlin did. What a good coach he is. You were questioning how good he was. What should Tomlin have done? We realised this year, actually, what he was working with. You know, don't get me wrong, great quarterback. But other than Jordy Nelson and Jimmy Graham, who have they ever had in this time? I think I've got no reason to believe he won't go there and do a great job. Rich says he doesn't hate it. I hate it for two reasons. One, it might make the Cowboys better. Two, it means there's a possibility that Jason Garrett comes to Jacksonville, and I don't want that. <laughs> I, well, okay, the, Gi- the Giants have passed up on Jason Garrett. I do think that was so funny, that whole Giants. I would have loved it if he'd gone to the Giants. Can you oh, imagine? Yeah. Jack, Jack would have just been fucking angry forever if that had happened. But, the, but, then, but then, he wouldn't have got to, then he wouldn't have got to pretend that he's happy that they've got a Pat's wide receiver <laughs> coach as their head coach. So, you know. I know. The, the, I think the uh, well, let's judge that one later. Pray, pray. I, think, <laughs> I think the biggest issue... The biggest issue for the Cowboys has not gone away. It's Jerry Jones. Yeah, that's not going away. No. <laughs> There's a fact. Uh, the Panthers have hired, I don't even know, a college coach, Matt Rule. I mean, I don't watch enough college football to know really anything about him. He's not, he's not, he's coached, I think he did a season as an offensive line coach before he got hired as a as a head coach somewhere out, uh, back in college. So he's not got, he's got one season of NFL experience and that doesn't bode well for for any any. He's built up two programs from pretty much from scratch that have been Baylor were in an absolutely awful shape before he took over there. Um, but the difference in, you know, the two is that's more about recruitment than it is about head coaching necessarily. And the Panthers have, well, if they get Cam back and CMC there, then maybe there's they can hold together on offense. But I just feel like there's such a paucity of talent. And that's not on him, and he's just going to end up being a scapegoat for for that if that's the case. Particularly if Cam's out and done. Yeah, we will see. Okay, let's. Any well, Craig, when he sat in for me, say I say sat in for me. I don't know, I, like like I've got this job properly. I just keep <laughs> doing it because nobody else wants to. Uh, but he Care he t- gave, caretaker he, uh, anchor. <laughs> yeah, it's still Doug's job, really. Um, the the. Yeah, he generously offered if anybody else had any footballing things they wanted to talk about. So here's your opportunity. No? Good. Right, let's get into AOB. <laughs> right, Mark, what have you got to talk about this week? In fact, you've said you before we came on air that you may not have anything, so that's no. have to fall flat. It's been, it's been a weird season this season with that... Um... The Bills have been my good team. Uh, <laughs> Long may it last. I'm 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 also a uh, a United fan, as I've mentioned on here before, um, that still dreams of the the legendary Dennis Irwin era, um, and we've not mentioned him for a while, so it's good to bring him back up again. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, United fan who says United because there's not any of the United. It's one of those. There's, not, there's not other. There's none. There's none others. But oh, just that club is an absolute pile of shit, tipping mess at the moment, and it's it's a, it's a disgrace to see how that club is being run. Um, it's it's come out today that Man City apparently their preparation for the Man United Carabao Cup semi-final lasted 15 minutes because we were that easy to to dissect given although that I'll I'll add that we beat them a couple of weeks ago um but some someone raised or I saw something after the the Americans bombed Iran um that would would if world war 3 starts and it's the end of the world <laughs> would that be the worst thing given that it might yeah, be that Liverpool think, don't I win the league. Is, I, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say I'd rather Liverpool won the league than we have World War Three. No, I'm, 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 I'm not I'm, a big going, Liverpool fan. I'm going with I'm going with World War Three. As I pointed <laughs> out to you, Mark, that would leave us as European champions and club world champions forever. Still, the only team in the world that gives a shit about the World Club Championships, apart from all those Brazilian <laughs> no teams. No one cares. I'd rather I'd rather I'd rather take none of us Scott's care. I'd rather we take Skulls' badminton trophy. We don't care either. It's just entertaining to uh, throw at United fans. Yeah, right. let's, let's move this back out of the playground for a moment. Um, I'm sure we'll get back there in a minute. Right. We, we, just feel like, we just feel like the New England Patriots of the Premier League at the minute. And it's, um, yeah, it's upsetting. Mm. I'll, I've got a, I'll segue because we've just talked about a cup competition no one cares about. Stephen has just won in the leasings.com cup against Bristol Rovers, so that's exciting. Uh, and for Russ, uh, our new signing Joe Leasley played, and I look forward to singing Leasley like Sunday morning uh, on Saturday <laughs> for him. <laughs> that competition even existed. Who knew indeed? John Lovely Lovely fans. Fans. That's trains, trophy. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Had a number Check of names trade. No one cares about down the years. It it does have like they have um, Premier League teams stick out their youth squads in that competition these days, which I, I actually quite well. like as an idea. I uh, hate it as an idea, and there's a lot of people uh, beating, boycotting the tournament. Although to be fair, they probably didn't show up in the first place. Well, I guess if, as a League Two fan, you probably see. Yeah, Pe- people see it as a gateway for B teams coming into the lower leagues, like they do in Spain and. Oh no, that's bullshit. No, don't don't allow that. Yeah, exactly, um, but that that's why people are against them coming into the cup competition because they see it as the slippery okay. slope. So, you know, I I hope it never happens in the league, and I'm not. If it only happens in the cup, then fine. But I I can see the concerns. Okay, no, that that that's that's valid. Um, Rich, any other business? Uh, yeah, I was gonna. Um, he's not here this week, but a little thank you to Russ who recommended a um, piece of audio software called Audacity that he edits all over on um, because myself and a mate are starting a music podcast. So I, I learned on him for some ideas around that. Um, uh, yeah. So thanks mate. It's, it's made my life a lot easier and I'm genuinely enjoying what's, doing that. What's the name of your music podcast? Uh, I might be wrong, but it's, it's not widely distributed. We got it on anchor, but it's not gone because they're supposed to push it elsewhere. It's not gone anywhere else yet, as far as I can tell. If that, uh, yeah, chase chase them up if that takes a while. I know from recent experience. Um, well, the... Will we have heard of any of the bands that you talk about? Well, the first one's this little band called Green Day. Don't know if oh, you've heard I... of them. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of them. That's good. There you well, go. Even Adam might have heard of them. Oh, I've heard that they're up and coming, aren't they? Rich, Rich, <laughs> you're boring me now. Wake me up when September ends. 
Craig wasn't up, but he's not here. Craig. I'm looking forward to my invite when you when you come to talk about Rubber Soul or something. I was going to say when we're hitting the 80s, you come in and talk about Bruce Springsteen. I don't know anything about him. <laughs> right, I think Craig has left us. He said he needed to take a phone call from a tradesman or something at 10 o'clock. He might, if he pops back, he can, he can do an AOB, but if he, if he doesn't, he's well, not well, coming back. that'll be the last you'll hear from Craig tonight. I, well, one thing, a, a quick little thing. I tried a Greg's vegan sausage roll today. I'm not vegan in any way. Uh, I'm not, I don't have strong opinions on the validity of any science involved, particularly. You should be. It'd make you really good at sport. Well, apparently, uh, yeah, I'm going to argue that athletic ability and training and working on the sport itself probably has a bigger bearing, but that's maybe a discussion for another day or never. But I, anyway, I, try, I just out of the fact that myself and two or three colleagues were just chatting about veganuary today, and and Is that so how you said, say let's go and have you ever had a Greg's vegan sausage roll? No, no, I hadn't. Someone went and bought a meat Greg sausage roll and a vegan sausage roll and cut it into five pieces each, and we all did a taste test. And Please tell me it was a blind taste test. No, we did. We didn't do it blind. We should have oh. done. Well, you it's you comparing the two, you can you can tell. But I had the I had a bite of the vegan one first, and it just it basically it tasted like a sausage roll, <laughs> and I, I, that was the last thing I expected. I don't know how they did it, but it tastes like a sausage roll. I had a pizza. The, the, the actual sausage roll is like a a nicer sausage roll. Right. I had a pizza at a place and it had this fennel sausage on it. And I just thought it was sausage with fennel in, but it's actually sausage made just with fennel. And that was pretty good. I didn't realize okay. it wasn't sausage when I was eating it. Yeah. Th- not, th- not that's meat. what that's Sorry. What Sorry, me. Craig. Not meat. <laughs> Another another quick little thing. I was away last week and went to Austria. My my sister lives in Austria with her family. Has done for the past eleven years, and we go out once or twice a year as a as a well as a family now since we've had one, and they have one. And every time it's absolutely fantastic. Ludicrously, in eleven years, I had never gone skiing, and this time we decided to go and give it. We went went a couple of times, partly to because my son wanted to. And we'd been saying for a while, um, he took to it like a duck to water, and I didn't. <laughs> was it? Um, are they near the mountains, or did you just go skiing in a field somewhere? No, they live right in the <laughs> right in the middle of the Alps. Um, that probably helps then. It, yeah, it, it does. Although the the level of slopes that I was having a go on, it may as well have been in Hertfordshire. To be fair. <laughs> But it was it was good fun. It, as you know, I'm not about to appear in the Winter Olympics or anything like that. Have uh, you skied before? I had my skiing experience were two or three lessons at about the age of 14 at Harlow Dry Ski Slope. And for perspective, Harlow Dry Ski Slope no longer exists. It's a housing <laughs> estate. Amazing. Um, yeah. But my son was much better than me. How how long did you just do a day up there, or was it a few days? Uh, well, no, we no, were... one no one cares about this. You're right. <laughs> I care. Not one single listener gives a shit about what's being said. Right now. Mark, you Adam, are bang. You are bang on. Correct. How did you eat, Adam, how did you sleep when you were there? Was the, was the temperature nice? 
Uh, it was cold, strangely. Oh, say yeah. be, no one listens to this anyway. But this is the only bit the they listen bit. to. Not right now, it's not. Not Adam's AOBs. God almighty. I, I resent him, Rich. Right, let's get out of here. There was That was the Long Snapper podcast. We, we'll, we'll be back next week again, I dare say. I won't make the mistake of caring then. Well, you know, you might be out of the playoffs by then. We'll see. In which um, case, I really won't care. <laughs> <laughs> Bye for now, everybody. Bye. Cheers. Cheers.